Hello everyone! Join Javier, Belinda, and Suhana on CREATE, where we speak to content creators and talk about all things content creation. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and ring the notification bell. Wait, wait, wait! We're on Spotify! Oh, okay! Hello everyone! Make sure to like, share, and follow our podcast. Welcome to Radio Pals, the son of NUS. We are CREATE. I'm Belinda. And I'm Sahana. And I'm Javier. Okay, so who do <laughs> we have here today great. with us? We have... Sai Pai Butterfly. Okay, her name is Cheryl, <laughs> but her, her IG Hi. and Hi, YouTube Cheryl. is... Hi, Pai Butterfly. <laughs> so, you don't see it like that, huh? Yes, <laughs> of course. Thank you, yeah. thank you so much. So, you want to have a brief introduction of like yourself and your channel. Hi guys, my name is Cheryl. I am currently, um, I have a channel called Sci-Fi Wi-Fi. I mostly do um, vlogs and also sneaker content currently and also sometimes fashion. So yeah, that's basically the gist of what I do, I guess. Oh, Ooh. you're also currently a full-timer, right? So you do video production and everything. Right, yeah. I am currently doing like um, video editing. More, that's my main job, like, video editing. But I do help with like the production side, like the filming side of it sometimes. Like. So my first question is, how do you get started into content creation? Was it your internship in your media company? Uh, actually not. Like, um, before this, I was actually, I would have to actually say from secondary school, I was trying to decide like what course to go to. Um, mm. Originally, I really wanted to go into um, NP's best comp, but I mean, who doesn't, right? Because, like, for radio, yeah. I wanted to do radio previously, and I was like, yeah, maybe I could try for that, but then my right, uh, O-level results came back. Uh, obviously, I couldn't get in. La. So, basically, like, I was trying to get into NP's best comp, but I couldn't because, like, it was still, like, ups, you know, I couldn't get in. So, mm-hmm. I decided to go to RP's best comp, and from there, uh, I had one, like, one production module, and I was like, ooh, Oh, uh, nice. I, yeah, I was like, oh, this is like great. You know, but, but did I, you actually uh, try filming videos before, like even in secondary school? Oh, no, no, only in poly. Like my main goal was to get oh, to okay. like radio, but oh. I couldn't. So I just, you know, like went to oh, Westcom so thinking like, yeah, went to Westcom thinking like maybe I could like try from there. But then when I decide, when I like did the course, like the, um, the module, I was like, ooh. Like filming is pretty fun. Like editing is also pretty fun. So like, you know, just from, start from up radio, from radio, then turn into wow, yeah, to wow. video. Yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. So what made you decide to like do video production as a full time job rather than in another area? Is it just your interest mm-hmm. or is there other considerations? I would say as of now, it's purely just cause of interest. Like, I mean, um, production like you can't really make a lot of money <laughs> if you are like starting out. So like, it's definitely not because of money. Yeah, so it's like purely based on like interest as of right now. Yeah. Then what made you choose to do content creation, like video production as a full-time job compared to other jobs? Because like the pay is not that much. Right. No, because I really like, like I enjoy what I'm doing. Like editing to me is fun. Filming to me is fun. Coming out of content and creation, like uh, ideas all the time is also like, you know, instead of like sitting down and like typing on like yeah. some Google expert like sell sheet or something, you know, yeah, I I I cannot I cannot do that. Yeah, that's really cool. So um, I know that you interned at a media company before. So do you think that that experience um helped you at all in starting with content creation and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Um. Actually, I used to work at um where Javier was interning at previously. So I was oh. like the very first intern at Bloomer. Yeah. So I'm his like older, older, like, what's that, oh, what's it called? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, senior, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah, how so, I met her, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Right. Okay. Yeah, so then, um, yeah, I used to intern there and my job scope there at that point of time was to actually consume media. Like, okay, oh. so basically I was supposed to help them find creators to sign into the program. So I was constantly watching like videos after videos after videos every day. Sounds great, but it's damn tiring. Like I had to oh, comb yeah. through the entire Singapore's like um YouTube list. You know, when you try to comb through the videos, right? Then you are like, what kind of videos are they doing? Yeah, it's damn weird. Some oh, really? of them are just like not safe for work kind of situation. So you, don't, you don't think that that type really? of media inspired your content at all? No, I see like that. Like of course, like there are the good things like from mm-hmm. other people, lah. Correct. That's how we got like Brenda and like T Fifty, right? Yeah. 
So like looking at their content and their channel, I was like, hmm, like this is something I could do. Like I was really making like small vlogs at that point of time. Oh, you like, were? Okay. Yeah, I was like making like small vlogs at that point of time. But there's just like nothing to think of. It just like to entertain myself throughout the day, the kind of thing. But during oh. your era, you weren't, you didn't have to do TikTok, right? No, 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 no. At that time, time, TikTok wasn't a thing yet. At the point of time, it was like musically or something, or like fine. Oh. But we didn't oh. do anything. Yeah, I sound so old. What the heck? Yeah, but I'm, no, I'm not that old. Trust me. Okay. No, I know. <laughs> TikTok's like, like a very new thing. Even yeah, yeah, yeah. It's which it's, era it's, do you start new. from? Do you start from Facebook era? No, no, no. Uh, at a at a while of time was YouTube already. I already did YouTube oh. videos. Yeah, YouTube and Instagram. That's mainly what I saw la. Very young lah. Very young. No, no. Very I I mean young. like when you when you were young, like what was the first social media platform that you start with? Oh, um, I started with um Instagram. Instagram for sure. Like I mean, that's like the first like social media most of us get into contact to. Like, no, that's very telling of your age. Eh? I started with Facebook. Okay. Oh wow. But I started with MSN, you guys. I mean, oh, oh my god, oh <laughs> MSN. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. just just to be clear, just to be clear, just to be clear, right? I did have a Facebook account before I had Instagram, but I just never used it. Mm. So I started out on Instagram. So yeah, I think I should be around Belinda's age. I think. No, no, I thought the Facebook account is not for you to interact with friends. It's for oh, you no, to it's not. It's, it's, like it's for you to play games. Pet society. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the games. Pet society for sure. We never ever yeah, use yeah. it for friends. <laughs> never. It's only it's like, like, it's only like once IG came out, right? Then people started focusing more on photos and like making it look aesthetic. Last time was just like, oh, share all the games. Like, it's my code or stuff like that. Uh, can't play with me, fun deal. Yeah. So that way, content creation has just kind of been a part of your life for a while, you'd say. Like, it's, it's quite a quite a substantial part of your life. I guess pretty much so, but like, at the point of time when I first started, it wasn't like very serious. It's just more for like fun, I kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think even but at this point in time, is your own YouTube channel is something for fun, right? Yeah, currently it's still kind of for fun, but I mean, I'm trying to see if I can take it further. Yeah, so I mean, I, I was just looking at your YouTube channel and I thought some of the videos were so interesting. Like I saw your Gardens by the Bay Mooncake Festival and like going to the zoo and hanging Thank out you. with your family and all. But I just wanted to know, like as um, like a full-time YouTuber, but also doing school and all these other things, uh, do you think it, like how do you think content creation and having a YouTube channel kind of affects your life? Like does it um, allow you to do cooler things? Like maybe you wouldn't have gone for this festival if not your channel or is it like a lot on your plate? I would say it's not really anything out of my way like if I were going to like for example the festival I would say I would vlog that but I wouldn't like hey let's go to the festival just to oh, vlog that, that just kind of to thing. vlog? Okay. Yeah I mean it's more of like um something to document my life currently as of now and currently my interest is in like sneakers so like mm-hmm. um, if I do actually want to film something based on sneakers I would like um, come out with a theme and then like um, yeah uh, maybe for example that they would be like a certain type of shoe which I recently did like the Air Force One eh, Air Force One oh, yeah. Nike Dunks yeah Nike Dunk Lows I did like a lookbook for that and I was like uh, let's go to the garden to film oh, that just cute. mainly yeah. because of like aesthetic purposes aesthetic not like purposes. yeah aesthetic purposes not because I want to go to the garden the kind of thing so that, that's I cute. guess well at least you get out of the house and you get moving yes I mean that's right it's very important <laughs> It's very fun also, uh. you get to like go yeah, out and then sure. make content. Yeah, but, so- but sometimes the content becomes the fun part and then you forget like you're supposed to enjoy the thing. The only unpleasant thing is people staring at you and be like, what does this girl oh, do? Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. No, people were just like, what are you doing? Or, <laughs> or people, or are they judging you? Yeah. Okay. I, re- I remember I went with 11-11 to Gunner Spider Bay, right? Then we were like, <laughs> tripod, then like, you hold the whole oh. camera set up. Then the we just filmed there. Everyone confirms there, like, Everyone was like, we, we look like from another. Planet. Oh, that's it's so okay. People will stay on us, like, eh. Yeah. No, we are not the weird one, one. they are the weird <laughs> ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They don't move on with the times, we are moving on with the times. So, how has content creation like affected your relationship and friendship? Like, currently you're attached, so did it help? Uh, with your friend, with your relationship? Oh, right. Okay, because I do like filming with my boyfriend as well. So he like, because he likes to do filming as well. So, and he likes sneakers as well. Actually, that's where we met. Yeah, okay. Never mind. But like, he basically, like he helps me out with my shoots and like, um, basically helps me model for some things as well. Yeah. So uh, we kind of grew together in that sense, doing content together. Okay, I wouldn't say it has like, taken a toll on my relationship or like, taken time away but 
like in fact it has actually brought me together with my um current oh, boyfriend really like nice. also lah because we do something together ma. this is like something we enjoy doing together yeah. I think it's something very serious. I also want a partner that does content, you know, like can do content for each other, can take pictures for each other. <laughs> That's so nice. Instagram boyfriend. Instagram boyfriend? <laughs> I need an Instagram girlfriend. Oh. Insta- <laughs> Later, the Instagram girlfriend only know how to uh, post for photos, don't know how to take photos. Yeah, get your girlfriend that can take your photos as well. Yes. Yeah, that's nice. So, like, the content creation help with your friendships? Like, do you get to know more people or. I would say only when I was in intern, I met, because I was at Blue right, so I met different creators as well. I got to interact with them, I got to help them out with some of their shoots as well. So I would say that, in a sense, when you go for like productions or when you go for like photo shoots, like you do get to like interact with um, these people. And I mean, you get to form friendships along the way as well. Like for example, um, Mini Muchi, I was interning for her after I graduated from uni for a while. Wait, I just thought you interned for her after that. Yeah, I, I did a video with her like a bit also, but please do not go and check it out because wow, it's just so damn cringy. No, it's on your cringy. channel? Ah. Yeah, it's on her channel, yeah. I, I didn't know that, yeah. I was like, oh, I, I met them. Ever like, do your homework, boy? Yeah, I met them when they came right? over. I mean, like, by uh, Celine Dion came, so like, the oh, rest of the team. Yeah, Julian, Julian came. Julian and Wei Hang, is it? Yeah, Wei Hang. And the intern also came. Oh, uh, yeah. The intern after, was the after, one, like, bringing all the, the, the writing, yeah, could, and then right. Julian was, like, doing all the talking. Right. The interns were, like, after me, I think. Oh. I was their first intern, too. Taking everybody's first, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, what type of media do you usually consume, and how, like, how has it inspired in your own content? For media-wise, I do watch a lot of YouTube. Which is, I mean, a staple lah. Uh, YouTube. I mean, even doing content creation, you have to watch YouTube, right? Yeah, you. I mean, at least you have to watch the genre that you are producing in, so you know your competition and like how to edit. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But for, I mean, okay, as far as I know, for the sneaker community in Singapore, there's not many people who does like sneaker videos, like in Singapore currently at this point of time. Like there are overseas, like a lot of people who do do like sneaker content, but in Singapore, there's like. As far as I know, like one, I mean one popular one like, at least. You can yeah. make yourself popular. So too. it's a it's bit like, hard. It's like the student community. It started with just one channel, and then suddenly it became so many channels. Everyone. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. I mean that's true, but like easier said than done. I'm just trying to see how it goes, lah. So is there like a specific content creator that inspired you to start like doing sticker content or like doing your content in general? Oh. A particular, I okay. The person who's like inspired me to start up my channel, like in the beginning, right, was like um this YouTuber called Steph Choi. I don't think you know her. I guess Wait, she's Steph quite popular. Choi she's like a is, Korean. Uh, oh, I yeah, can't know. She's like a Korean, uh, Japanese, uh, vlogger. She used to vlog like every single day, and I, <laughs> when I was younger, I used to like watch her content wow. like every single day, and then that like kind of inspired me to make my first video. But from like as time progressed, like I got to know like more content creators, like um, for example, like uh, what's that, Jen Im or like um, oh. all those kind of lifestyle content creators, like maybe Bonga Bong, those kind. They inspired me to like create more lifestyle instead of like just daily vlogs kind of situation. But Steph Choi, yeah. uh, already left YouTube, you know, right? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. It's kind of sad, but it's okay. Like I still see her on Instagram posting. Like, yeah, I think she's much, she migrated to Instagram full time. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the, yeah. you know, us growing old, watching our OG creators moving on with times. Yeah, I know, right? Nobody's posting anymore. <laughs> oh, another channel that I really like is actually Legit Forgot Her Name. Oh my Ooh. gosh. Well, uh, she does, she does um, fashion content. Okay, um, but. Singapore? No, not in Singapore, overseas, but she hardly posts now. Is oh, it is it that Yes. I love that dress. She's so I great. I know I don't know why she yeah, posted it, right. but she had such good videos before. Right. Oh my goodness. I freaking love her. Eh. Like she's like senpai to the max. She's I cannot. So I'm out of the loop here. Eh. Like what does she, what oh, does yeah, the person so even do? Please do not talk to us. Please do like, not refer to us. She does fashion content. Um, <laughs> and she was a film. I think she was a film major. Yeah, she was a film major. Yeah. Which I thought was so oh, interesting. Oh my god. Her videos. Like, like her edits were. Like so good. Like the best. So the best. Yeah. Right? And then she just stop po- stop posting and just like, come on, girl, give us something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think so she cool. migrated to Insta full time actually. 
Yeah. Yeah, but it's evident that your the the content you consume is definitely like relevant to the content you create yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. fashion and everything. So like my last question is like what direction would you like to take for your future content like currently? Direction uh, currently because as of now sneakers is like a pretty new thing. I've only ever like posted like one one I've only posted one sneaker content video but I'm intending to like try to post like more sneaker content like more lookbooks different kind of um, shoe types or I think yeah. lookbooks is like awesome man. Oh, yeah, and yes. especially since it's not a big thing in Singapore yet, I feel mm. like you can jump on the game early on. Hopefully. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Yeah, so we have come to the end of our first talk set. So if you are interested to find out more about the use of content creation in today's society, uh, we will be moving on to the second talk set. So do listen later. out. Yeah, see you guys later. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey everyone and welcome back to Create. I'm Suhana. And I'm Javia. I'm Belinda. And we're joined today with... Cheryl! So first question, do you think content creation is important in today's society? Yes, definitely. I mean, everything now is online. Like everything, like how even like the way you brand yourself, not even talking about like your own work or like anybody else's, but even the way you brand yourself online, like... Content creation is like a way to express yourself, like show people who you are as a person. Yeah, so I think it's pretty important to like, you know, just like dip your toes into it just for the fun, for the loss. I think it's like pretty interesting. Yeah. I think to add on, like content creation is very important for you to stand out from maybe other candidates. Like your branding on your Instagram, your branding on your LinkedIn. Oh, yes. Oh, oh. LinkedIn is a social media Ooh. platform now. I have no idea why. LinkedIn got, got influencers one also, okay, you know. Yeah, I mean, I was like, oh, I didn't know people can be influencers on LinkedIn. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like influencers have just gone on every platform now. Yeah, That's you have influencers on every single platform. KOLs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Sure. What's the difference between KOL and influencers? Mm. I think, okay, they can like mesh at some point, but like, I don't think, hmm. Actually, I'm not really sure. Okay, so KOLs, from my understanding, is that um, basically it's called key opinion leaders, right? So they're the people who yeah. are like the very ups there. They are also influencers, but they are like a, for example, Monga Bong is like for fashion related, you listen everything to her, or like skincare related, you listen everything to her. Yeah, but okay. I mean, the different the different um, genres, you go to different KOLs, right? They are also respectively their own influencers, but some influencers are not KOLs just mainly because they are not... Um, Niche, I guess. Yeah. Ultimately, KOL, you have to be a, like a very expert in a certain topic. So be it fashion, be it finance. Like if we talk about finance niche, definitely Graham Stephan. Or like in yeah. Singapore will be uh, uh investing the in Kelvin. Salary oh, man. Kelvin. Oh no, Kelvin loves investing also. Uh. Oh yeah, 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 Kelvin loves investing, right? Yeah, work salary man. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I think I, some I, I think so. like every KOL is an influencer, but maybe not every influencer is a KOL. Right. Right, right, right. Well that was perfectly summed up. <laughs> No, but if you are K- <laughs> if you are KOL in one area, doesn't mean you are KOL in other areas. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's only for that genre. It's just for that specific. No, but Cheryl, like as a content creator, um, as yourself, like you know, living in Singapore, creating everything here, how do you perceive your channel and the growth of some other Singaporean creators as compared to maybe like we just mentioned Graham Stephan or some of like the bigger creators in the US? Like, do you think our society, like Singaporean society, does like how does that help in being a content creator? Okay, I would say mainly there are a lot of challenges being a content creator in Singapore, but there are also like a lot of upsides because, um, how say in Singapore when you see like a content creator, for example, like um, Mongabong making it big, like being on like um, uh, a big channel, but they're not exactly like worldwide. You know what I mean? So like Singapore's um, like small bubble. Yeah, correct. Singapore is like literally in a bubble, yeah. like. It doesn't matter how many followers you have, as long as you have enough like Singapore followers or Singapore um people like uh You'll be popular in Singapore. Yeah, you'll be popular in Singapore and that's like good enough. You know what I mean? Like and you, you will have, survive. You don't yeah, you will survive in audience. Singapore. Because 
Singapore Singaporean content creators they don't go like overseas like not unless you're talking about Jianhao or maybe even Tiff with me like for like Taiwan and the kind of thing but like Singapore doesn't really grow generally that much. we just stick in Singapore yeah, yeah correct so just having correct, a following correct. in Singapore is I guess all that matters yeah good enough I guess uh, I think the funny part is we have been seeing a lot of like foreigners doing content in Singapore yes, and doing very well yes yes yes, yes. Uh, like, keep so Osan Sushin also yeah, yeah. That's true, that's true. I see a lot of like um, French and European uh, creators coming to Singapore and saying like, oh, differences between Singapore and the West, like things like that. And I yeah. think those are popular in Singapore and in wherever country they're from. I think those uh, are popular in general because I see a lot of uh, content creators in the Chinese niche who are doing comparison between Malaysia and Taiwan oh, yeah. or like Singapore and Taiwan. And everyone watches that. Yeah, because you have audience from both countries who are interested in the difference in the or language even people you who just know the countries, maybe. Yeah, they might we are finding out, oh, how is it like if you're like uh Malaysian living cool in thing Singapore? About Singapore. We're kind of in the middle of a lot. So uh to add on to the question, what do you think is the difference between creating content for yourself and for a company? Uh what is fun and what is less fun? Uh, <laughs> oh my god oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry but like of course I mean generally you wouldn't like to okay personally for me I wouldn't like to work for other people for content wise for content wise I wouldn't like to work is it because you got more uh, freedom in the ideas and direction yes. yes correct because if you're helping someone to create like come up with content ideas it's not for your own like channel it's for someone else and then you have to follow if you think about what the person wants and it's a lot harder because like mainly like a lot of communication and like it's not something that you are super super passionate about you know what I mean so when I was back in like um, the real estate yeah property yeah, yeah. Okay. I was coming up with like um, like help them think of content ideas like um uh, for the main person like lifestyle ideas or like um, TikTok ideas the kind of thing oh, yeah. and it's more of like Jose I think it's not as intriguing for me mm-hmm. as I would say like for example coming out with like sneaker content that would excite me more like, right so I guess like, genuine yeah, to no, a certain extent it, it's not your content it's not something I cannot like fully fully think of what I want like I have to think about yeah. someone else like it's not the kind of like my creativity Your cannot presence. like you know it yeah, has to like really keep within that yeah correct I, I agree yeah. with her lah sharing from my own experience as a writer for myself and for a property agency that's mm. very it's very hard to communicate what they want they were like oh, we want this 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 but then when you produce this right then they say uh, this is not the idea no, that they had so yeah. then I'm like uh, I have no idea what you want there's no what sample you so you really have to like it's a hit or miss in a in that sense mm. because it's either they really like your content or they don't they like your like, content. Yeah, yeah. Okay. right. Because you can't yeah. even know what the person is thinking of exactly. But when you are your own person, and you're doing like content for yourself. You just like everything is within your head. So everything, whether you like or you don't like, you really know. And maybe the key part of like this kind of content is also whether like as an individual, we know uh what are the stuff that we can do and what we cannot do. So for example, what kind of style we have and whether we can fit into the style that we want to do. But for when working for someone, they don't know what are our pros and cons. They may not know that like if we are doing uh, another style, we have limits in terms of creativity or like experience. So yeah. that's the hard part. That's very true. On the topic of content creation for company, how important do you think is it is for a company to create content uh, currently? Oh, very important. I mean, okay. As I said just now previously, everything is online now. Like, if you're not online, then where are you? You know? I mean, like, if you're not online, you are gone. You are, like, not even discoverable. Like, you have to be on, like, at least Google to, like, for people to search you up, correct? But if the Google even... business is it. Sorry? Like, are, you, are you referring to Google business? As in like I mean if you search someone up You expect oh. the person To turn up On like the internet Right Like through like Searching on Google But if you're not On the internet Then where are you Like you are missing You are not there You don't exist That kind of thing So like Creating content now Is like more important Like more than ever It's more important Like newspaper ads 
do you read the newspaper? No, you don't. <laughs> that kind of thing. You know I don't mean? agree. Who reads the newspaper ad, right? I mean... Yeah, exactly. That's why you have to be constantly creating content for your brand or your yourself to be heard, like, online. Yeah. Yeah, I do agree. Like, even for employers yeah. and, like, finding a... I mean, as an employee and trying to find a job, uh, sometimes employers will Google like your name and see whether yes, about stuff. Oh and if they see there's so much stuff about you, right? Oh my god! Like that, wouldn't they be impressed? Yeah, I guess. Like so, you have right. such an amazing portfolio. Yeah, I think it's back to what Cheryl, what you were saying about having your own brand and just like how you market yourself. Like, do you think that that helps a lot? Like now, when you're looking for like jobs or internships, like the kind of brand you've created online, do you think that's a big thing of it? Mm, I guess I would say it's still pretty big because like. It's like kind of like the first impression. It's no longer like meeting in person. It's the first impression is whatever you post online or whatever you have left online, like whatever comments they can search up or find out. That is your first impression. So I think it's pretty like important to make sure that you have good content or basically like not do anything you know, iffy or like school people online and kind of thing. Because know? if you think about it, people can search up your history. Yeah. Like if you've been into any trouble, like your whole history is online. I so much That's about pretty you. scary. <laughs> Anybody can know about you just within like one search. It's just... Yeah, like yeah. nowadays, right, if you want to go out with someone, right, you search them up on the internet before you actually go up. Right. When you were considering making a YouTube channel, like you know, that everyone will have their eyes on you, you know, especially like as you said about the Singaporean society. Right. So when I first started, no. Really? <laughs> like I just it was just okay, when I first started I was like in okay, probably year one. So I was like what, seventeen years old. Who I don't think about I don't think about Who that. About I just like, me. yeah, fun. Like, let's just do this, you know? No, if you not think like, about, oh my God, if you think about it, right? If you're not embarrassed, right? The people who are embarrassed are the people are like Outside. from watching you. Yeah, yeah. Secondhand embarrassment doesn't come from me. It comes from the second hand. Not from me, so yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, just do what you want. <laughs> yeah, correct. So I just didn't think about it. It was just like, for fun. And then, like, after for a while, I mean, over the years, like, for example, if my mom or my parents watch it, I'm just like, oh my god, don't watch it in front oh, of me, cringe. kind of situation. Yeah, it's disgusting. Like, I watch my own videos now, I'm just like, what the shit are you doing, Cheryl? Yeah, but, like, that's the kind of thing you don't think about. But now that I, like, have more, like, conscience of, like, this is the first thing people are going to find out about me. I have taken some some videos that are, like, oh, really? you know, not, not up to my standard currently. Would take but down think, more over the years, but I think at the same time for both of us, we don't use our real names online as much if you think about it. Mm-hmm. So it's not as easily accessible for our personal channels. Right. I mean your personal channel you might put your name like in the description box. People can still find you. Yeah. People can still search you out. Yeah. Internet is a scary place. Yeah. I mean on on the line of that, did your parents or your friends or family ever have any opinions? Are you being a content creator? Like, yeah. Okay. Um, my parents are okay, I guess. Like, I mean, they do like support in like watching my videos. So I just don't like them watching in front of me. It's not like yeah, but they do. They are pretty like okay about it. Like they're not. Oh my god, I'm doing this one on you money kind of situation. Ultimately, yeah. it got you your job, right? Yes. yes. And it's something right. you're passionate about. That's true. But my friends. My friends at first were like, oh my god, you have a YouTube channel, influencer, influencer. They're just like, mm, <laughs> no. okay, no, but all right, sure, call me whatever you want. Like, after a while, I was just like, okay, whatever. But like, there are people who just like, see my content and cringe or like, call me like, what a shit disposal or some shit. Oh, you know what I mean? It's just part and parcel of the Singaporean life. People just judge you every day for no reason. Just, no, the yeah. thing is that if... It- your friends are gonna accept you for who you are. I mean, they're gonna be your true friends. They're gonna accept your content. Yeah, no, I still, like, my close, my close, content. my close friends do make fun of me. Like, oh my god, influencer, but they're like very, like they're supportive of me. Like they sometimes like, hey, can I get some airtime? Yeah, they're very like supportive about it, which I'm very thankful for. That's yeah, I, I think that's another hard part well. about uh, content creators. What happens if your friends and when you're out with them, they don't want to be inside the shot. They don't want their oh. voice to be heard. Actually, this is right. some, this is an issue faced by one of by faced by one of the creator we had we had on air last week. Oh, so eleven eleven. Yes, oh. she was mentioning about how like her friends do not want to be in the shot, not even the voice. Yeah, 
Yeah. So oh, she had wow. a very hard time trying to make content when she's like uh, schooling, like doing school vlogs. Because if she had to do school vlogs, it's that means she had to spend it. alone. Yeah, she has to spend the day alone because nobody wants to be in the shot. And that obviously wow. affects the quality of the videos. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't face that situation. That's very sad. You have a lot of like other creators on your YouTube channel. Like you always collaborate with people. Uh, not exactly collaborate. Just that like the people who I film or the people who I'm friends with, they're just comfortable. Oh, they just there. Being in front of the camera. I think I'm pretty thankful for that as well. Wow. That is gonna be like a really hard decision to face. Like every time I just pull up a camera and be like, hey, what's up? Like kind of thing. Yeah. I think, I think also, really think much of it naturally, well. if we are content creators, we do a- attract content creators, people who are okay that's, in front of camera. That's true, that's true, that's yeah. very true. Correct. Because personally, yeah. almost all my friends are content creators, so I can any time just like, yes. oh, that's just something, that's and then right. I'll be like, ah, your, your vibe attracts your, your tribe, right? Wow. <laughs> yeah. that's wow. I mean, so if you are a content creator, you'll naturally attract other content creators as well. Yeah, that's true. Or at least people who are comfortable with you and being in front of the camera, I guess. Yeah, so how do you see your content maybe like adding value to your viewers or like society in general? Ooh. Okay, hmm. I hope the people who are watching my videos at least like maybe feel better about their day or like something to relax to or something to get entertained by that kind of thing. I don't intend to like um, how's it? provide informational content. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not a very informational person as you can tell. Like I'm just a very chill person. I just hope to like provide the same kind of comfort or like the same kind of peace when people watch my videos that kind of thing. Sweet. <laughs> sorry. Oh. So what, what peace? Imagine your your relatives playing your video during Chinese New Year. No, no. Oh my god. No, I would just die. I would just like run, run immediately. Oh, just really? leave. Yeah, I saw I, I saw one YouTuber doing the vlog, right? Then no, like during Chinese New Year. The whole family was watching the video from five years ago and then he was like, uh <laughs> Oh, no, I know some creators, like, in the beginning, their family is not, like, the most supportive, or right, right. they're not, but as the years go by, like, I know one creator, she made, like, a, every winter break, they would have, like, a big Christmas thing, and she recorded it every year, and you can right. see, like, the transition from the family being more accepting and being in the videos, and then they right. watch the previous videos every year, which right, I think right. is such a cute, like, family <laughs> thing. I mean, it's cute, but I don't think I can handle it, like, like family and True, people watching like when your friends or boyfriend like it's nice to look back and see you. I mean you see an, an anniversary video right yeah yeah okay you can do a, watch our previous anniversary video with I, my boyfriend oh cute. right right oh yeah that's thanks yeah, for the content you idea thank you very much <laughs> I will write that down yeah. right now <laughs> later next time it's not boyfriend ready you become husband ready oh oh uh, wedding vlog anybody? <laughs> no, 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 not no, only wedding vlog. You can do BTO vlog as well. Engagement vlog. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm not getting resale. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Probably getting resale. Yeah, I mean, you can just go walk around. I mean, like, when you go resale, look at the flats and then you'll be like, ah, oh, it's just like vlog. She's using my flat. Yeah, just yeah, make sure yeah. you don't I mean, I cannot, like, one. yeah, okay. You start in the first one, then your content has nothing. No content already. We found the perfect home on the get-go. It's amazing. I'll be like, huh? Your video one minute long? Question mark? Ayah, never mind lah. Put like the renovation inside also lah. Then you know, one whole video already. Renovate yourself. More content. <gasps> if I yeah. don't have a full-time job, possibly I might do that. If I Wasn't there a viral video recently that someone did the house on his own? You know, the, the one from Taobao kind? I don't think so, but that would be an interesting video for sure. I'll go and Google that up later. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe something you can consider. No, not much people has done like housing vlog. I mean, like those kind of housing content, like couple content oh, in Singapore. Yeah, no, you have to wait for like the, the influencers to get married before they start doing this kind of content. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, just, like, just wait, it's, it's coming, it's coming. Yeah, the, 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 first, the first tier of influencers are already almost there, like Mama Bong and like, you know, uh, Drea Chong, that kind of thing. Drea Chong really is a child. Next time you see the, the baby vlog <laughs> Yes, oh my god. <laughs> Bring my son out for a walk kind of day. <laughs> We're going to gardens by the bay. Oh my god, flower, you very cute. All. <laughs> that kind of thing. No, yeah. I was watching the uh, someone do a vlog on like a uh, childbirth yesterday. Oh man. Then- Jane Im, Jane Im. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, Jane Im. Oh no, my no, god. No. The person was so, so funny because like she was like giving birth and then she asked her husband the question Will you take care of the child? 
gosh. <laughs> like, you're giving birth to Tyreek. What? Then, then the, the husband say yes. The next reaction is the most funny. The, the, the wife say, oh, cause she want to play law now. You know, like League of Legends. She want to play against like, oh like, like right now. While, while, no, while giving birth. What? Why? That's all she can so think weird. about, you know. While she's trying to give birth, right? She just want to play a game. A ring dropping every second she giving birth, bro. <laughs> 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 no, the ring. Give me the phone now. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ayo, that is... Okay, that's not the kind of content I usually watch. I watch wholesome content like Jenny, okay? Jenny is like... Uh, if you haven't watched a birthing video, I mean, this, I'm sorry like for promoting her video, but like... It's, it's like you imagine like someone who's giving birth, like to be like frantic and everything. Like, oh my God, I have to get this, I have to get that. And then like vlogging all that. But no, her video is like calming. I can Super watch it to sleep. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Like she was like so prepared and be like, oh, my water broke. Oh no, it's okay. dripping. Oh okay. God. Let's make some sandwiches for the hospital. Cheryl, <laughs> <laughs> like... I would like to see you, right? Oh, my water broke. Hey, wait, never mind, I need to finish my breakfast first. <laughs> yeah, that would probably be me I'm just like Yeah okay cool The audience would be like No no you do an IIRL stream Oh then I tell the audience My water broke uh, But let's just finish the thing <laughs> Like since you're on the topic of like uh, Sending out like a lot of content That's like different from others right Because the content that you're currently doing Aside from the speakers one The lifestyle section And the fashion section Is sometimes seen as being like saturated You know because there's mm. so many people who are doing That's it. Sure. Yeah, so true. how do you like stand out from the rest? I like how this question is being asked a lot because like, I think as long as you are your own person and you don't like copy other people, like having mm. your own personality and everything, it makes you already stand out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. for example, if you're like emulating your favourite YouTuber, for sure like there are some parts are going to be the same but you are your own person. Like you would definitely put in like your own twist and your own like perspective into things. So I guess that would kind of make you stand out. That just depends on whether people like you as much or not. You know what I, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I'm not, yeah. not very worried about like standing out. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I mean, if people like sense, you for you, yeah. then you are okay. I mean, in the sense you, if you do a similar topic as like the bigger creators, there's definitely something that's different. You don't copy like... Mm. Is it the same video? Right, correct. Even though it's the exact same video, you have like your own like ideas, your own thoughts, man. You can't be the exact same person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. in that sense, I think not to worry about it so much, lah. Huh? If if it comes, it comes. If it happens, it happens. It comes. I think just look at all the prank yeah. videos like that has been circulating in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. All the content creators do it, do the same theme, uh, prank videos. Mm. But in everyone has their own twist to it. Everyone has their own. Flavor. They have different reactions. Yes. So ultimately, yeah. there will still be difference, even it's though the start is the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Back to the topic about what you said about you know it's never going to be saturated because your viewers watch you for you, and um, this is your niche and this is the person you are. What do you think you can provide for your viewers or the community when you create these videos? Like, what is your intention for them to gain from your videos? Right. Uh, I think I mentioned this earlier when I said that I would like like the people who watch my videos to feel like entertained or maybe like for example like a long day of work and then they watch a video and be like oh yeah okay like I feel better today that kind of thing like to make people happy or like to keep people entertained yeah mm-hmm. or maybe give someone inspiration like from like um, fashion videos yeah like your especially. sneaker content especially in the future do you yeah. see it just continuing to be like an entertainment thing um in a way, do you think like sneaker content is more informational than rather entertaining? I would think that sneaker content is more of like um I would say giving people inspiration. Like maybe some people like I, personally for me like sometimes I don't know how to start my own sneakers. I would like go on Pinterest, or, like go on YouTube videos and watch like um more sneaker content. Yeah. And then I would in turn like, oh yeah, I could wear it this way and then like think about my own way and like try to like mesh it up together and then you know. I kind of think it's just like for inspiration and for entertainment, that's for sure. Yeah. So we have come to the end of this talk set. So in the next talk set, she'll be giving advice to newcomers for content creation. So stay tuned and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hello, welcome back to Create. So once again, I'm Javier. 
I'm Belinda. And I'm Sohana. And our guest for today is Cheryl. Hello. <laughs> so for this talk set, we'll be talking about uh, giving advice for newcomers. So first off, any advice for aspiring content creators? Just do it, man. I'm sorry, but like it's gonna be like the most cliche thing ever. Just do it. Yeah, like, it's exactly sure. as what eleven eleven said. So just yeah. start on it. No yeah, experience. Just start. No matter, just start. Just try. No matter how cringy you are, just do it, man. Like it's it's like if you don't start, then you'll never you'll never do anything. You know. Mm. It's only when after you do like a whole shitload of things before you actually learn about like how to do like audio, how to do like video. Yeah. yeah. So it's just. Just start, man. You have nothing to lose. Unless you're like 50 years old. Hey, no, I'm yeah. sorry. Unless you're like 40 years old and trying to like support family and I'm suggesting you don't do it. But like, you know. So yeah. you Why you discriminate? Wants... They can start also, you know. They can start, but they have like a, I mean, if they wanted it to be like their job, don't just like drop everything and start like, yeah. It's a bit too risky, honestly. Yes, 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 yes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, for, so for newcomers, if you think they should just start, how do you, how do you think they should first start? What's the first thing they should focus on? Maybe come up with like a video idea. Like, okay, just like a theme. You don't have to get into anything too specific. Yeah. Just like, for example, if you want to vlog your day, what about, about your day you want to vlog? Or you just want to vlog your day, just, just go ahead, you know? Like, yeah. along the way, you'll find out and you realise, like, which part of the day is more interesting or, like, what um, kind of things that you do that are a bit more entertaining than usual. Then you just, like, tend to film that, that kind of thing. If it helps, right, from my own opinion, if you want to vlog your day, do come up with a plan on like a rough idea of what your plan is and what kind of uh, shots you want to do. So mm. you can do a like, it's a mini storyboard kind of thing. Don't just like say, I'm going to vlog my day, then uh, start taking a camera and without a plan. Because eventually you'll find out you are missing shots and everything. Right. Yeah. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm forever missing shots. Now you're a professional. Now you're doing it for No, it's just like I damn sweet it. I legit just think what is nice and then like I know what I'm doing throughout the day. And then I just know what is nice and I just do it. Like I yeah. don't like storyboard like oh no, I want to so take from this angle or like something, you know? Yeah. It's so I just your experience. Mm. Did it take you some time to get to this level of like comfort with things? Like, do you think when you started off you were a little oh. apprehensive, or were you always sure? No, for sure, it's kind of awkward to like hold the camera up in front of you in the first place, that kind of thing. And then like for certain like angles, that kind of thing, you have to actually like watch a lot of content prior to know like what looks nice. You know what I mean? Uh. So that you can try and like replicate that like on your phone, like mm. yeah. I so, think uh, using a phone is less awkward rather than holding a bulky camera. Imagine vlogging with one camera and then like versus using a phone, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, I know. I mean, I tend to have people stare more when I do with a phone and then like you talk. But if you have a camera and someone's filming you, people tend to stare, but they have to like for a while, they just look away because they're like, oh, production, okay, noted. That kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, but if you're like using your phone and people like, oh my gosh, she's a YouTuber, kind of thing, kind of sterile, then like people like start whispering and kind of thing. Oh my god, yeah. I so want people to film for me. Oh my <laughs> Get a girlfriend, man. <laughs> the solution to everything. Get a girlfriend. <laughs> okay, oh, a boyfriend. I mean, I'm not, I'm not limiting you, man. <laughs> you, you, you have been like one of the people who are like, Telling me to get a girlfriend since like <laughs> I have no idea. So how successful do you think workshops and book camps are for becoming a content creator? Ooh. Hmm. I think it's actually quite beneficial. Like for sure, like if especially if the content in the book camp is um good, like informative and have insights, for sure then it'll be a good, but it's ultimately up to you if you wanna choose whether it's yeah. a good bootcamp or not you know because I've I mean? seen these reality TV shows you know like in the US and all and they're like trying to create a content creator and I don't know I just I think it seems a little right. disingenuous like do you think it's so formal and like there's a format and there's like a set way or do you think it's more just like luck or the individual people mm. well I think to a certain extent those people who sign up for the show maybe intend to want to 
like do creation content creation mm-hmm. maybe yeah. give it give that to them lah but for something to because it's a tv show right so there's probably like publicity and everything so it's like kind of already like a force like hey watch watch this we are creating like a yeah. content creator like it's already not it's already giving them genuine mm-hmm. yeah it's already giving them like a platform um unfair, which yeah. is a bit unfair but it's not wrong i would say like whatever gets eyeballs you know what i mean yeah. If we want to touch on this topic, I think we can look closer to home, which is Malaysia. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of channels that has, uh, that is being promoted by larger channels that are like raised and nurtured by bigger channels. Oh, like a lot of editors are becoming like, for example, just one channel like uh Daniel, he's uh he's a he was originally an editor for uh DDW, then under that nurture and like uh help that he branched out on his own as a creator. There's a lot of such instances, uh, like even editor for Tomato, or like, yeah, the other creators. Lah. So in general, this kind of thing, you can say that it's not organic because yeah. ultimately they have a bigger channel doing the promotion for them for free. Or like there's the new show, which I can't remember what is it, but they have a show where content creators help to groom the new generation of content creators. Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not really as organic as people think. There's not as much luck involved because you already get so much exposure and mm. this exposure comes for free. So you remove the luck element of this uh, whole equation and making it purely based on like your talent, the quality that you output, whether people want to watch it. Because ultimately the element of luck comes from whether the YouTube algorithm pushes your video or, not, yeah. or whether people... Uh, uh, feeling lucky, like feeling good to like give new videos a try. Yeah, this is the element of luck that we always talk about. Uh. That's true. I mean, it's whoever you know, right? It's like connections. Network. Yeah, ultimately it's the same as a normal job. You need connections sometimes to get to certain position. Connections help you get started easily. Because uh, even for us, I'm not going to deny, for internships, if we know people, it's definitely much easier for us to get internships like in certain company if we have like friends inside who are like pushing us in mm. so it's the same everywhere like connections play a very good uh important role even more so in uh like content creation where being on a lot of people's channel help you increase your publicity yeah. to different audience True. i want to ask um because we were previously on the topic of like how we should plan um ideas for like videos right um since you do like various platforms use various platforms so can i ask like how it differs the planning process for like different platforms yeah okay um because currently for me now i'm only on like youtube and on instagram so the only main two things i do are photo and videos so that in itself it's already very different because it's different formats like different medium Mm. like for example if i am planning for a video, I would have to think about the kind of um, uh, sh- the idea that I want to show, the the concept that I want to show, and the vibe, the whole vibe that I'm going for. Sh- different shots, like different. Um, uh, this is for like the more like uh, lookbook kind of situation, not the vlogs. Yeah, you have to think about the the kind of shots you want to take, the kind of vibe that you're going for, and then try to um, make sure that whatever you're you're filming or uh, whatever that you're dressed up as emulates that that kind of like vibe that you're going for um as for photos right uh it's a bit better ish photos for me when i do photos i just uh come up with that outfit go to a location that i think is nice and then start shooting just yeah shoot a lot of photos just and shoot a lot of photos the best. correct that's right that's true and edit yes that's correct you know you need to like uh make your face look uh nicer at this kind of thing right I don't know whether you do that do the editing. I don't do like Photoshop editing. I do like Lightroom editing. So just like colors wise. Yeah. But it's a lot more straightforward like, for photo compared to videos. For, for videos, you can also do color correction, right? Do you actually do that mm-hmm. for your videos? Uh, I used not to do that, but I try to do now. I'm not very good at it. I'm trying to learn. Yeah, but I'm, I do like try to do color correcting on my videos now. 
Yeah, so just on the topic of like, you know, um, creating Instagram, um, creating Instagram pictures, YouTube videos, all that kind of stuff. Do you think there are some um, platforms that you tend to like, you don't want to go on? Or like, do you just want to stick on these two? I've, I've heard some people are like, not comfortable with TikTok. Some people like, don't want to move on to like Twitch or something like that. Right, right. Um, is there anything in specific that you think is just not your niche? No. Hmm. I don't think so. Like I would was open to anything. Yeah, I would actually. I was actually planning to go to like TikTok because currently my TikTok is just like random videos of random videos. Just doing random things. Yeah, correct. It's just not exactly anything. But I would plan to like try and come up with a schedule and come up with content to post on TikTok because I think that currently for now TikTok is a platform where can get more viral than a lot of other TikTok like a lot of other platforms. True. Yeah, so that would be like a good way to promote, like for example, Instagram or um, YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, correct. Yeah, so I don't think there's anything that I'm close of, as long as you know it's not only fans. <laughs> we we don't stand. <laughs> yeah, I think other yeah. than that, that's about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So out of all the platforms, like how do you think one choose which one to get started, or should they just like do all at the same time? Facebook, uh, YouTube, TikTok, <laughs> Instagram, okay. LinkedIn. I would say, I would say, um, your interests and your audience that you want to capture plays are very big. But like, for example, you said Instagram and LinkedIn, they're both very different, like, um, target audience that you want to reach, right? And for example, if you want to take, um, you want to start on Facebook, which means you're like targeting the, I would say, the slightly older people. Right, like if like you're trying to start a business, I think Facebook would be the best place to start. For like Instagram is more of like the like kids our age, adults our age uh tend to be on the the, the website right, and for TikTok it's more mainly like the the younger kids, the younger kids these days like seventeen. Yeah. Kind I think of- to add on like I think topic matters. Mm. So for example, yeah. if your topic tends to attract the older crowd then Facebook would be a good place to push your videos like for example if you are doing on uh, cultural stuff mm. like differences in culture and like those kind of things tends to attract the older stuff mm. yeah. older stuff yeah. older people <laughs> older stuff <laughs> but about the um, the topic of you know creating content on different platforms and all is there any content you think does better on YouTube and maybe some that does specifically better on Instagram that you may not discuss on YouTube like is have you seen a difference in that okay I would say the more like discussing topics like for example maybe like um, relationship advice mm. or um, I would say like something on like discussing matters about um, the society kind of situation those long form videos are more on like YouTube because that's where you yeah. you would think to watch long form videos, right? For Instagram, it's more mainly like legit, just snapshots and like pictures yeah, of your life. Stuff. Yeah, correct. You wouldn't recently, think that. Instagram's algorithm is changing a bit more mm. to like cherish Reels. like the videos. Yeah, yes, all of that. Correct. So do yeah. you think that's something you had to change on? Um, as of now, I didn't really touch on reels because, uh, mainly because I don't really think that um my Instagram should have that at this point of time I'm not sure about the future I haven't really thought about doing that yeah I think, I think from my own opinion is that for Instagram it's become so saturated that it shouldn't be a platform that you use for growth mm. but rather a Correct. platform for you to use to like get your Aesthetic. sponsorships and stuff like that your deals yeah. Correct. so like other platforms like YouTube and TikTok still serve as the main driver for your Correct. Instagram that's true that's true. Yeah, I think Instagram kind of has to take like a back burner. Because sadly, how many people go onto the explore tab on like Instagram to look for new content? It's not like you. for new creators. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't happen. It's so different from YouTube. Like for Instagram, you just look at the people you follow. While for YouTube, how many of us look at the now uh, like the stuff posted by the channels that we subscribe? We don't even go to the no, subscribe we just look at the Yeah, now yeah. it's just suggested, right? Yeah. That's the issue that that's another issue that um. Uh, newcomer space is that the subscribe button has become like in the sense obsolete because yeah. subscribing to a channel doesn't 
mean that people will still watch Doesn't it. Doesn't mean because... you're gonna watch all their videos. Mm. And it's if your true. subscription list is like two hundred channels, three hundred channels, no way am I gonna watch each of them. Mm-hmm. So like, is there any, any advice for like newcomers uh, uh, like other than asking people to subscribe to their channels? Huh, okay. I mean, okay, to a certain extent, the subscribe button still kind of plays a purpose, like kind of plays, but like, as long as you subscribe, the recommended would still like push that out to you, right? So it's not just under your subscription, um, like tabs that you can find your creators like that you're subscribed to videos, right? So I would say other than the subscribe button, mm, mainly use other channels to promote your other platforms. Like for example, like TikTok, you can like post like a short, like uh, uh, that? like a trailer for your yeah. main video and then you can like link it in your, your, your TikTok bio or something like that. Yeah, to like, you know, cross over the people that are yeah. looking at your content. Yeah, so I mean, I guess that is like one advice I would give. Yeah, just not to be so one track on like, oh, this is YouTube and I should only do things on YouTube to like Yeah, ta- talking her. about one track, do you think it's important for creators to focus on the numbers? Like, do you think that should be what they what they envision? No, I don't think so. Okay, to a certain extent, you should like look at it, like see what which ones are doing better and um, which, are, which are the ones that attracts more eyeballs, right? But um, if you don't feel passionate about it, there shouldn't be any reason why you are doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, at the end of the day, this is your channel. And this is like the kind of content that you want to put up for other, other people to see about you. If it's not you, then don't put it up. The kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I think from another point of view is that unless you are, this is the uh, only source of your income, then you have to cater to your audience. Mm-hmm. If it's for your own self, then maybe just do what you want. Do what makes yeah, you happy. Yeah, sometimes you just need to work according to what's going to get you paid, what's going to get you the ad. Yeah, because if this is your only job, you have no choice. You have to work to get paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then you treat it as to. a job. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a main job, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, talking about YouTube, like, what do you think of YouTube Shorts? And have you tried it? Oh, I haven't tried it. I should. Yeah, they. Um, like, I haven't gotten around to, like, scaling down, like, bigger videos to YouTube Shorts. I think, actually, as of right now, YouTube Shorts are, like, it's pretty popping, you know. Like, it is somewhat like TikTok, but mm-hmm. mm, just on YouTube. But then again, nobody really goes to, like, referring to earlier comment, nobody really goes to, like, YouTube to watch short videos. They used to go, like, like they use YouTube to watch, like, long-form videos. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not exactly sure how that would all pan out. Um, hopefully, maybe it would be like TikTok, but I doubt lah. I think, I think, yeah. But as of trying it, maybe I'll try it, like a few videos and see how it goes lah. Mm-hmm. Because from what I see, the difference between YouTube Shorts and TikTok is that higher quality sh- uh, short form videos are on YouTube Shorts, mm-hmm. are doing well on sh- yeah. YouTube Shorts. So they still have a very heavy editing process or heavily yes. scripted. While for uh, TikTok is still very raw and unscripted. So I correct, think this correct. is the biggest difference in my opinion. Which is a good difference. But then again, it takes a while for like uh, someone who gets, like the entire community to learn that, yeah, this is a place where I should watch like short videos. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it might take a while. <laughs> yeah. No, but you were talking about like the different um, platforms that you want to get started on and all. And it just reminded me of, I don't know, I feel like, you know, a lot of the really established YouTubers like from from like all over the world, a lot of them, when they reach that pinnacle of success, they start moving on to different projects, right? Like they become like actors maybe, or, mm-hmm. you know, they get involved with maybe like starting their own brand, starting their yeah, own yeah. business, or maybe they just leave the public eye as a whole and they just get yeah. involved in a corporate job. So for yeah. you, like at this very moment, how do you perceive like your next five, 10 years? Do you think you're going to go down that, that path? Like, is this just a pit stop in reaching your, right. your full thing? Um, because as of right now, I am actually um, starting to take the rest of exam paper. So okay. selling houses might be in the near future, but yeah. this like content creation for sure would probably stick with me until, you know, I get too old for it maybe. I don't know. Like, I think... Um, content creation to me is more of like an outlet for me to express myself and to like get creative and yeah. like 
yeah, maybe like get extra to, income. Yeah, maybe get extra like income, but hustle. it's like a side, like a side thing. But mm, definitely not like a. This is my life, like supply income, that kind of thing. Mm, yeah. Yeah, but content creation to me, it's something that would stick with me for the rest of my life. Actually, we were talking about numbers just now, right? Mm-hmm. Then, um, what do you think, um? Newcomers should do because that there should there will come a time when they are like following would stay stagnant for a period. How do you think they can like stay motivated throughout this like period of time? Yeah. Stay motivated. Uh. Mm. Okay, so okay, I'm just picking up this like from my internship experience, like looking at the creators that I've seen, not not from personal experience because I'm not big enough to say something like that. But um, from what I've seen. People who stay stagnant, they, I guess, they try to come up with new like different ideas or like um different content, um, platforms to do their things. Um, how say stay motivated? Maybe just to keep doing what they're doing, and hopefully more people will um come and watch their videos. Lah. it's not, it's not like a. Uh, one track like a formula that you can follow to ensure success but it is definitely a lot of um, waiting out doing the hard work before anybody actually comes and watch your stuff yeah so my advice is just to hang in there and to keep doing what you're doing and eventually people will come and find you if they like you yeah you can think of it from another perspective even the biggest channel they have a time where no one was watching their videos mm. maybe for like six months seven months if you think about teeth with me they also started out for a very long time with very low views like yeah. when they were doing english content it yes. was only when they pivot over to chinese, chinese content, content that they started they getting the right. views that like what they are getting right now yeah that's when i found them by the way <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so, when they started doing chinese content so that's the thing also like maybe sometimes a change does help or mm. and I mean as the saying goes, if you do the same thing over, like if you keep doing the same thing and, and expect the same, expect different so, results, then yeah, you are insane. That's right. true. I think you should always like try to adapt with the time, see what's working, see what's not. Like uh, just another question: Have you ever suffered from a like burnout since like content creation is both your job and your hobby? Yeah. yeah. Especially because you are like working as a video, like a video editor. Right, okay. So for that, I don't think I have suffered like a very terrible burnout, mainly because I haven't been like um, constantly focused on my YouTube channel because I've been busy with work. So um, I wouldn't say there'll be a burnout, but for times that I do not know what to post or anything, I would usually like take a day or two like to ponder about it in the shower and just like think about like what kind of what what do I have and what are the kind of things that I've seen and what do I want to do with that yeah so as for um, burnout wise I don't think it's a pretty serious issue for me at this point of time okay so when you have to think of like new ideas and you know to like to keep yourself motivated do you tend to like consume more content or you know reach out to other um, other creators I mean watching videos are basically how I relax as well so having like those like contents constantly coming to me like that would definitely like spark a lot of like uh, inspiration yes inspiration (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) sorry my brain went Chinese I can't take it yeah but yeah inspiration from those kind of videos are you planning to do more collabs like how important do you think collabs are for uh, smaller channels at this point of time I think it's pretty important but uh, as I've said, I'm studying for a real estate paper that is actually like this, the end of next month. Yeah, I have oh. exam coming on the end of next month and I'm kind of like stressing out. So I don't really think I have time at this point of time. But after, thank you very much. I- I'm waiting to be a guest on your channel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but hopefully after a while, I would do like collabs with people as well. Yeah. But still that would have to for, wait. Still waiting for that the one that. That would have to wait. Yes. <laughs> a while after my exams. I'm so you, you sorry. You know, we, we wanted to plan it since July, remember? <laughs> oh my god. I apologize. I'm so sorry. School, you know. <laughs> okay, so yeah. and 
ending this whole podcast, like, uh, would you like to share one thing that you wish you knew before you started on content creation? Is there any misconceptions you had had of content creation that have now been changed? I don't think I had any conception of what video <laughs> making was. <laughs> I'm the kind of person who just like, just do it. Like, I didn't really think much of it. But before what well, I started, maybe, huh, like maybe the people, like around me, might hate mm-hmm. it, or like might think it's cringy, mm-hmm. especially my classmates. But I think that shouldn't be anything that should affect you at all because this That's is ultimately true. what you want to do and if it's what you want to do then just do it like you don't care about anybody else they can't yeah. like physically stop you like hey stop recording that kind of thing you know what I mean yeah so it's ultimately up to you whether you want to continue on this yeah, journey it's or your not life. yeah that's right it's my life bon jovi that's good yeah, yeah. <laughs> just make videos <laughs> that's true. if you want just do that's it that's nice yeah, that's so good. we think, I think that's really motivating. Yeah, so we, we thank Cheryl for coming on to our podcast today. Thank you for like, having me. Thank you so much. Yes, and thank for you. our listeners out there, if you want to know more about Cheryl, her YouTube channel is Sci Pi Butterfly and it's her Instagram also, also, right? Yeah. Yes, that's right. Everywhere is Sci Pi Butterfly. I just search everywhere. Yes. Oh, Butterfly with two Y's at the end. Okay, yes. yeah, Butterfly with two Y's. Go, yeah. go search it up. So you might, if you are more interested to find out more about her, yeah, you can drop her a DM to ask her about I'm content creation. Yeah, or do, do help watch her videos. Lah. So, <laughs> yes, please. Thank you. Support please local. subscribe. Yeah, support uh, subscribe local. And like. <laughs> support local. So, yeah. Once again, we have come to the end of another great episode. So next week, we are going to have a very interesting guest. So stay tuned. Bye bye. Once again, this is Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. So, goodbye. See you. Bye, everyone. See you next week.